Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, and Julie. On today's Lady Bits, we kick off our month-long discussion of steel magnolias with special guest Julie Jones-Ivy by digging right into the colorful characters that inhabit Truby's salon. Let's get into it. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. I'm sorry, this is another hot fact about this, but they, they didn't want to ca- cast her because they thought she was too attra- attractive. And she was like, just let me just let me come in and read re- anyway. They're like, fine. And so she came in the next day dressed as like Anel, like, and she like did. That's she, awesome. Like, made and they, herself look and all... they didn't want to let her in. They're like, who is this mousy? Exactly. No, <laughs> I'm like, that's like the, the security guards wouldn't let her in. And like, oh, my she God. Had, like, prove that she was actually Daryl Dar- Dar- Hannah. Hate. They didn't. They're like, I'm sorry, Daryl Hannah's hot and you look like a normal person. So (laughs) sorry. She really did disappear into the pre like Truvy phase of her hair. Yeah. You know, I really couldn't see Daryl Hannah in there too much because the glasses, I think, were so distracting. Like I couldn't see through them. Well, it was the whole persona of like the meek kind of. um, She did a great job. I I really enjoyed her. Very good in this movie. I, I enjoyed her. I don't think I. I remember not liking her too much as a kid. Um, and yeah. This time I was really able to appreciate her work as an actress. I think I realized later in the film why I didn't like her. And it's yeah, because I don't like the character. Mm-hmm. But I do uh, think her performance was really good. Yeah. My my favorite character as a kid still my favorite character. Louisa. Louisa. Of course. Yeah. Louisa. Actually, we decided, uh, Sarah course. and I decided that if we were still Magnol- the movie Steel Magnolias, you'd be Louisa. Yes. <laughs> I am. That would guys. be you. I you'd have like a dog with hair falling out. Just, like, <laughs> I, and I would just blame it on every man around me and just be like, you are aggravating my you dog. You are this is your on fault. the butt of humanity. <laughs> and Nicole would be Truvy. Would I, though? Or and Malin. she chose that. They were like, really? Shirley McLean. What role do you want? You can have whatever you of want. Of course, and that's the like, best one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. And he apparently did that to all of them. And they all like picked the one really? they wanted. Like oh. Olivia Dukakis. Well, I think Olivia Dukakis was great. Well, we're, yeah. we're getting into anyway. it. But this is, the in, in the beginning here, we get kind of introduced to all the characters. So we've got, uh, Anel is, is here to get a job uh, at the beauty mm-hmm. salon, which is run by Dolly Parton, and yeah. um, who I forgot was in this movie, and she is very she's touching so and wonderful she's in this movie. Yeah. Like, and her outfits are amazing, so great, amazing. Like, she was just a shining star in this movie. She I is. Loved she really her is in this. Um, so she, her, her character's name is Truvy. She runs the salon um, that she mm-hmm. has at her house. Oh, she's married to Sam Shepard. Married to Sam Shepard. Um, who name is recently Spud. passed. His name is, is it Spud? Spud. Spud. I had to watch oh it on gosh. some gosh. Yeah, I watch it with How the, old I watch do you say she was about? She's like in her four, 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 maybe she, 50, something like that. Yeah, I would say probably getting to 50 if she wasn't yeah. 50 already. Um, yeah. But, and Sam, so Sam Shepard there, he's kind of like, her, se- her semi-depressed husband, yeah. I guess. Yeah, like he just can't get a job, or he. But he's always like sad and watching yeah. television. Maybe yeah. he just doesn't know how to express his emotions. He seems depressed to me. Yeah. Like he, does. he doesn't want to leave the house. Well, and he doesn't have a job though, because he has right. a different job every single well, time. Well, he lost that contract. But he's a contract. Yeah. I know that lost big that contract. contract to that guy who underbid because he um, had his own. Because he has yeah. I was like, I don't know what you're bidding on or what it was. Well, but I think he's six thousand. He's a contractor, like, right? Yeah. So it seems like maybe Tru- Truby's maybe the breadwinner here, and yeah, and, uh, Sam Shepard, Spud. 
Do people uh, as a still contractor. want salons out of their house? I think so. Yeah. Because I mean, that place is in high school, so I, cute. I got my hair cut at a lady who had a salon in her house. Right. Because <laughs> this is a small town, right? Yeah. So I guess if you were in a really small town, maybe. I just there are really... places probably in Atlanta. I'm sure there are. Well, I mean, like, that... I know there is in Maine. What about that guy who Maine, runs the Avondale to Town Cinema? He lives upstairs. You're right. I mean, that's like having a salon in your house. Exactly. Only it's a there are apartments venue. above there though, like that are oh, so other people there. live there. Yeah, too. other people do live there oh, too. Okay. But yes, he does like live above the place that he works at. But there are apartments there. Um, um but so, I would do that. I would run a business out of my house. Well, we like, should. Kitchen, Let's get a house. Cut hair in my kitchen. No shit. Let's get a house and okay. and you can you can we'll we'll put I'll you upstairs on site security and we'll ha- and we'll use the downstairs for rehearsals and recording. That and sounds shit. amazing. Yeah, I would let's do love it. it. If you would like to rent us a house, send pictures to podcast at gmail.com. Shelby's based on Bobby's sister, Susan. You know, Shelby and Susan, the one thing about them is that they weren't scared. You know, I mean, I live in absolute fear. Like, every day I'm scared of something. I'm going to have a wreck. I'm going to get a bill. I'm scared of running into this person, you know. I mean, just all these, like, little fears that invade your everyday life. And Shelby and Susan, they weren't scared to die. So if you're not scared to die then what are you scared of? All right, so the beauty salon, um, Truvy runs the beauty salon. We meet her son, who everybody seems to think is a bad kid, but he doesn't seem to do anything other than ride ride a motorcycle motorcycle and have a sassy attitude. Well, at the end, he has pink hair, too. Which was (gasps) kind of badass. kind of great. What was his name? He was like more attractive Biff. I don't know. That's I don't know. His name... I was like, I don't know. I he seemed fine at the wedding. Like yeah. he was dancing he seemed with like people. A fine dude, and he had know? on like church clothes. So he doesn't want to take out <laughs> yeah. the trash. Who does? You know? <laughs> and he had to go. He had yeah. something to do. He had something to do. <laughs> he had places to be. Maybe he has a job. He, he had to go somewhere. I can't remember what it was. He had to go bid on that contract. <laughs> yeah. He's he the one with equipment. all the equipment. Yeah. <laughs> um so, his motorcycle. <laughs> so uh an an L she she cuts Dolly's hair to get the job right. Yeah, right. well, she styles she it. Has, she styles yes. it mm-hmm. quite poofy. Yeah, I would. She say. But nervous. she says that she's nervous. So and apparently she makes she things poofy when right. she's nervous. <laughs> um, and then we get introduced to um, Malin and Shelby. They're having Shelby's wedding in the backyard today. Mm-hmm. And the pink on her fingernails is drying too dark, and she is having a fit because it is not delicate enough. And it is the best. She theme. loves pink. I love. God, it was so blush and bashful. Yeah, it's um I have to say uh, early on in this movie there were two things going through my mind. One, this is why people think southerners are weird because mm-hmm. we've got a guy yeah. shooting guns into the tree. And I ha- I was like really like why whenever we're talking about the south does it have to be like this? Like but also, rarely this have is I... Louisiana. It's like, it's they different like, than the South. They're like Texas. Like, Texas is like, we're Texan, you know? Yeah. And Louisiana is like, we know who we are. It's we're from own this little thing. area. Yes, yeah, it's its own thing. But shooting cool. guns into a tree to get rid of birds. It's the best way to get rid of the birds. How else would you get rid of is the birds? Is this a thing that people do? I've never seen that. I have thought about it early in the morning when the birds are fucking chirping in this one night out here. I know the people like, will shoot out like um, street lights in the country if they're shining in their house. And stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't think that's unheard of, to be honest. Like, I have definitely considered getting a BB gun, but 
I also am not a responsible adult. I'm sure Robert Harley saw that because he put it in. You know, he probably. Yeah, I guess. No, yeah, it was in the play too. Like this, this, this sound effects of the gun mm-hmm. gunshot going off. That, that was in the play. Yeah, that it makes sense. Seems like extreme behavior to me. But, but there were blanks. They were blanks. She yeah. said. So it was there just was a just noise. To scare the bird. But eventually, he shoots like a rocket with a bunch of. Oh, that, was, that was just that was just fireworks. I'm just <laughs> but also, Truly. that's how you start a fire. Yeah, that's like we started that's a like, bonfire. Remember with when a we Roman had to cancel? Time, oh my god! So, you know. <laughs> remember when we had to cancel Shelby's wedding because the tree caught on fire? <laughs> it burned the whole house to like, the ground. Caught <laughs> the bonfire on fire <laughs> or whatever. Oh god! It would be. Wouldn't I'd like to see a Harry Potter steel magnolias mashup? Oh my god! It would be amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to even imagine what that would be. <laughs> you know, like they like Ron and her they be a really white they, trash they, version they, of Hogwarts. They apparate into oh the wrong God. area. They're white like trash Whoa. Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, white trash Hogwarts. That sounds great. Anyway, so Tom scared shooting guns into the tree, and so the second thought I was having was that I feel and like what's his name. Tom Scarrett? Um, What's the character's oh, name? Dr- drum. 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 Drummond. Drummond. Okay. okay. Drummer. He went Drumlin. by Drum. I, I watched the title subtitles yeah, it's on it. It's Drum. Drum. Yeah. Okay. Drum and Spud. Um, yeah. I feel like maybe this movie is too feminine for me. Like yeah. there's just too much. Like I like there's too much pink, and there's too much hair, and there's too much crying. Yeah. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there for me. Sarah, I still cried though. But that's I did too. First thing I did, I did too. Just, like, I did too. I can always tell when Nicole's crying because she like won't looks look at away you away from me, and <laughs> yeah. and I can just hear her go. I know because like, I don't like, like it. She just sniffles. I want to so cry. Cristo and I do the same thing. Just no, I was super crying. I want to cry privately where no one can see the shame of my crying. Yeah. Anyway, same. So uh, we're alone. introduced to I don't know what their last name is, but the sh- the Shelby Malins. Uh, uh, La- Latch- uh, no, Latchery is her husband's name. Um, Wait, they are, they're, they're mar- well, don't well, they have the same last name? No, no, no. Shelby, when she marries Jackson, his oh, last name is Latchery. These are like the but southernest names I've ever heard. Well, it's Louisiana. It's Louisiana. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Look, I love the South. I love this. I love yeah. Brits. I like the South is my home. I tried moving to the North mm-hmm. and I lived in Chicago for three years and I was miserable. Like, no, I didn't like the terrible. weather. I didn't like, there were no trees. There are I, they, no trees there, there unless no you go to trees. Maine, which is just a different. They didn't country. have grits. They had Pepsi. It was a fucking nightmare. But like, Ugh, Pepsi. I don't know. This like movie is like it's like it's like somebody. It's like an extra sweet tea of Southern. It's like somebody dumped like a whole bag of yeah. sugar into this movie. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just saying. It was well, like well, the director might. <sighs> I mean, I don't know where he's from, so he might have been well, going with his. I, interpretation of the that's South what it felt like in some ways is. to me like maybe he these are really southern people but i felt mm-hmm. like there was an el- almost an element of over southerny yes to it i don't think you there don't is think so? just because like my my sister went to school in louisiana and is just itching to get back there because it's just like her type of place but okay. it, it very much is like this like okay all of the women are debutantes like I want her best friend has hair that makes her four inches taller and she's the sweetest girl around and she's wonderful. But like and her hair is sweet she too. Looks it's like she came thing. right out of this. And yes. it's like, she looks like she went to a beauty parlor every single morning because that's how she wears her hair. And it's like, this is a real thing in Louisiana. Okay. This is what okay. it's like. I mean, I live in Atlanta, which I guess some people would not consider to be South enough, no, but I, I did grow up in the light. suburbs. I grew up in the suburbs of you know, I, suburbs uh, of Atlanta, though you yeah, didn't like yeah, grow no. up in the backwoods of I mean, Georgia. It's the same thing as like, well, like, you live in 
Macon. Well, I don't live in Macon. I live a between Macon and Atlanta. But you, ha- so yeah. is this, do you think this movie is authentically Southern or is it, is it, I think so. uh, is I it think, somebody wearing a Southern costume? I, no, no, I think it is Southern for yeah. sure. Yeah. But he said in the little, Robert Harling yeah. said that he came from a like really like eccentric type family. Okay. And this little mm-hmm. place, you know, and that's why he wrote it the way he wrote it. Okay. But so also, he is Southern then. Oh yeah. He okay. was in New York as an actor, okay. trying to be an actor oh, when okay. his sister was going through this. Wow. But um, I had a professor at Mercer and um, he said that there, he was from New York and him and his wife moved to um, teach somewhere in Atlanta or to get their okay. had their master's in Atlanta. And they thought they had come to the South in Atlanta. But then when they got their jobs at Mercer yeah. and Macon, they're like, oh, no, no. Now we're in the South. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when I lived in I Chicago. Like Emory or yeah, something, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. When I went to Chicago, <laughs> people used to like, ask me <laughs> if I lived on a farm or had cows. Like when I lived in Chicago, that's what people would ask me as oh small talk when I moved to Chicago. They'd be like, <laughs> do you have cows? they'd be like, do you have a, are you on, do you live in a, fa- on a farm? Do you have cows? house and i'm like <laughs> I, I lived in an apartment i yeah people are so stupid yeah, <laughs> when, when i went to when i used to go to maine i used to get made fun of because i said y'all all the time and i still do and they like people in maine get such a kick out of it they're like y'all how well, funny people and in maine put lobster on everything yeah. has their own yeah when, going on. When, when i went to school in in new york um my, my nickname was Georgia because like everyone else was from that state yeah. and I was the only one they were like what are you doing here <laughs> so oh my gosh. uh okay so they're having a wedding um mm-hmm. s- they've got sh- Shelby's got some brothers they want to decorate the car with rubbers with rubbers rubbers it's tacky whole box of them. um Dylan McDermott <laughs> climbs into Julia Roberts window looking far more handsome than any man can be and trusted this is when to I look. Re- no. realized that he was not Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get those two mixed oh. up. No, I saw him. They, I, was I like, saw oh, something where they like collaborated on some crazy thing because people always got their names all mixed up. Yeah. I still get them mixed up. Although, I was like, is that Dylan, Mc- Dylan McDermott? Frankly, Dermot American Horror Story has ruined. Oh yeah, yeah. Him for me, like I, yeah. I look at him and I, I just can see, I just can see he that character so from that show. He was so young and baby faced in this one, yeah. and this I was, was like, like one of his. First well, things. he needs to control so his penis. His penis kills. In the show or in this movie? Oh, right. Also, yeah. I'm well, sorry, but I'm just never gonna forget that breastfeeding scene from American Horror Story. Like, it's never going to like. I don't think I saw that. Please don't. That tell was me season that. two. Oh, I only saw oh, the first yeah. one. I was and done with it. yeah, and then I was done. I, I was like, all right. Yeah. After that, like, he's this. I'm sorry. What did he Dylan do? Dylan McDermott. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dylan. Like, you may. I'm not saying you gave a bad performance in American Horror Story. It was too good. It was too good. <laughs> it was too good. It was too and real. And you ruined all of your past characters for me. Because all I can see is that breastfeeding scene in American Horror Did Story. Did he breastfeed himself? Um, he <laughs> was... he In season two, he played the son of I a serial he... killer who was also a serial killer. Who had a fetish where he would... Because he had mommy issues, he would hire prostitutes who ha- were nursing to come and breastfeed him. That's yeah, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Season two of American Horror Story. Interesting. <laughs> Watch it now on Netflix, America. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, it was very. You know that there are like there are places where you can go to just like purchase it. No, like he doesn't want the milk. He wants the experience of breastfeeding. Okay. Well. Anyway, I was a nursing mom at the I time. I guess there are places you could go to purchase that too. So <laughs> I was a mom. I was a nursing mom at the time, and it was very disturbing for me. I have to tell you, I was probably breastfeeding while watching that scene. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Can't do that. No. Nope. It was very upsetting. Nope. No, very no, upsetting. No. <laughs>
Thanks for joining us for today's Lady Bits. Our special guest this month, Julie Jones-Ivy, is a very talented photographer, and you should go drop by her photography website for all your professional photo needs. Julie has taken all of the cast photos for our live shows this year and made us all look fly as fuck. Visit her website to see her extensive body of work and the services she offers at juliejonesivyphotography.com. Julie is also an accomplished actor and director. Look out for two films directed by Julie coming out early next year, Walking Man and Long Con Mom, both in post-production and coming out early in 2018. As for what Critical Crop Top is up to, we are kicking off 2018 with a brand new web series, Vera's Workplace Sensitivity Training Series, starring Sarah Allison Hodges, Melissa Lee, Aria Mara, Christy Wozniak, Patrick Morgan, Andy Fleming, Julie Jones-Ivy, and Jasmine Waters, written and directed by me. Uh, In a series of four episodes, Vera teaches a room full of contemporary workers how to navigate the social pitfalls of their corporate workplace. Uh, The only catch is Vera is from the 1940s, so her advice is incredibly bad. So check that out. Vera's Workplace Sensitivity Training Series, a brand new comedy web series from Critical Crop Top coming out in January of 2018. Uh, We are still fundraising for our 2018 season, and all donations to Critical Crop Top are tax deductible. So check out our Amazon wish list. Um, You can find it at our website, criticalcroptop.com backslash donate. Uh, You can also make a tax deductible uh, monetary donation there as well. Um, But if you want to drop by our Amazon wish list, any of those items are considered in-kind donations, and those are tax deductible. So for example, uh, you can go and uh, check out some of the films that we're considering doing for this show, The Feminine Mistake Podcast, next year. So if you go to the list and you see one of your favorites, uh, think about buying that film, because if you buy the film, we have to do it. So go there, see if one of your favorite films is on the list, um, send it to Critical Crop Top, get your tax deduction, and uh, we will thank you on air, and we will, of course, do your film. So that's criticalcroptop.com backslash donate. Uh, You can make a tax-deductible monetary donation there, or you can visit our Amazon wish list and uh, buy something for us off the list and get a tax deduction as well. Uh, Thank you for your support. Speaking of thanks for your support, uh, we had a very successful Giving Tuesday fundraiser on uh, November the 28th. So we just want to thank everybody who donated and shared the campaign. We were able to meet and uh, even exceed our fundraising goal of $500. We did a very brief one-day fundraiser um, to try to raise money for some operational costs as we sort of roll into 2018. Um, so thank you for to everyone who supported us and donated to that campaign. Of course, uh, as because we met our goal, we released one of our uh, a video of one of our live sketches this year called The Real Highways of Atlanta. It was voted by our fans as a fan favorite. So if you go over to Critical Crop Top's Facebook page or if you visit our Vimeo channel, you can watch that sketch right now. So thanks again, everyone, for helping us meet that goal. You can subscribe to this podcast, Feminine Mistake Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. Um, Please come back next week and join us. We will be talking, we will have our full-length episode where we talk about the entire film, Steel Magnolias, with special guest Julie Jones-Ivy, so you don't want to miss that. And of course, uh, you can stay up to date with all of the things that we're doing on the show, or what's going to be coming up on the show, or things that are happening with women in film. You can find this podcast on Facebook as at Feminine Mistake Pod, and you can follow Critical Crop Top. That's who we are. We are Critical Crop Top on social media. So that's at Critical Crop Top on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
tweet at us, tell us what you think about Steel Magnolias, and uh, come back next week when we'll be talking about the entire film. Of course, we um, won't be recording any more episodes this year, but we'll be getting back into the studio to record in January. So save up those nightmarish casting breakdowns and uh, send those in so we can read it during our nervous breakdown segment. And so, of course, you can send that or any other correspondence to Feminine Mistake Podcast at gmail.com. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, HemeCast.